Welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. If this is your first time tuning into the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast is where two best friends talk about roller coaster, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for this show are Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. On today's episode, the Coaster Cuzzies are going to talk about Coaster Bro going to the music park for the second time in 2020. We will also cover some news in another podcast we were recently on. So sit back and enjoy some cuzzies in your ear. Costa bro, what's up, man? How you doing this week? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Just chilling. Just, you know, it's Saturday. We're recording. The weather's nice and cool and everything. Yeah, Saturdays are for the boys. You got that t-shirt on. I see you. It's a little chilly in the apartment, so I put on the the long sleeve Saturdays are for the boys shirt that I haven't worn in like three years. Uh-oh. You know what it is? It's officially fall. And it because is. it's officially fall, what is going on in a, a few amusement parks around the country? Well, there's a little Halloween it's getting real Halloweeny around here in the uh, amusement park industry. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And, and I uh, think you might be going to a amusement park this uh, tomorrow, right? Yeah, so we're recording this on a Saturday. On Sunday, uh, myself and GP Kyle are both going to Six Flags St. Louis. Yeah, I'm really? jealous. I, yeah. I know you offered up to me, but I have to work tomorrow morning, so I'm kind of kind of jealous but it is what it is so you're gonna have to enjoy it for the both of us yeah and we'll talk more about that later but uh i haven't been to that park in forever to ride the roller coasters so yeah it's been it's been over a decade for me so oh my god dude yeah (laughs) and it's like three or four hours away from us and we just it's interesting yeah i kind of forget about it yeah, because I mean, we got World of Fun, which kind of meets that kind of criteria, and it's a World of Fun is a better park, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But then you got an awesome park at Sodor City, if you really, which is le- almost it's a less of a drive to get to Sodor City, and it is Six Flags St. Louis, so kind of makes. And like Adventureland sense. is within like about the same range, and I like Adventureland a little bit better, so it's like, yeah, it's weird that I'm excited to go to Six Flags St. Louis. Yeah. Well, last time you went, I mean, we'll get into it later. We'll get into yeah. it later. Yeah. <laughs> it's been, oh my gosh. But we were on a a show, another podcast very recently that just, I think it dropped on Thursday. It did. It was uh, called Learning with Liquor. It's like a local Kansas City podcast. Uh, an old coworker of mine named Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> he has a show called Learning with Liquor and we were on there talking about the history of roller coasters and theme parks yes and, that was a good time uh, it was um, man yeah you bought we, us a bottle of maker's mark to drink together that was very delicious and very kind yeah i listened to about about half the show i haven't finished yet because it's about a longer longer show it's about an hour and a half long but um just so you people know we kind of sound a little smart on there so you guys should check it out for sure I was surprised because we are not exactly theme park history buffs. It's not really our expertise. So we re- I really had to research personally for this. I had to wrote a lot of notes down and then forgot to bring them <laughs> yeah. uh, to the show. But uh, it turned out, once you get a little whiskey in me, I can remember some shit. So. 
Yeah, we did. We did some pretty cool uh, trivia questions at the end, and like we did fairly well. Uh, we didn't mess up a few of them. So yeah, yeah. But it was a great time, and uh, highly um, recommend you guys go check that out after you're done listening to this show, of course, if you haven't already. But learning with liquor, I think it's on any anywhere you find podcasts. Yeah, I found it on Spotify, so probably the same places you ours is on. You could probably find his. Yeah, maybe one day we can convince him to uh, send us the audio and we can put it on a down week or something so people can listen to. That'd be cool. But that'd be cool. Yeah. We also have some news that we want to cover. Um, it was kind of an interesting news week or two um, around the industry. And one of the biggest news pieces, theme Park stuff, that gets probably gets you pretty excited is uh, that bird sanctuary that they were building at – uh, islands of adventure they announced what it is it's actually a roller coaster crazy i know yeah. like i thought for sure it was a bird sanctuary like you i know. thought it was gonna be a uh, velasa sanctuary i thought it yeah. was gonna be the name of it turns out it's velasa coaster oh my gosh like yes yeah. have, you, did, have, have you seen the pov i did see it and it looks pretty sick so like i, I can't wait to ride it I have a question for you. I'm hearing a lot of a lot of reactions to this video. People are saying that it's going to be the new best roller coaster in Orlando slash Florida. And I want to th- do you agree with that? I probably need to watch the POV a couple more times, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think I agree with that. Um, just I don't yet. either. Like, yeah, I think there's a lot of. I got to ride it too, of course. Like there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that go into and stuff, but. You know, knowing the, the roller coasters I've been on at Universal, they're great, but they're a little bit more kind of tame. Like, they're, they're awesome stories. It's fun, but it's not, like, in your face. It's, you know, they kind of tame it back just a little bit to kind of enjoy more of a fun experience, especially with all the, you know, the, the lights and the raptors running along next to you from what I saw <laughs> in the video. Uh, I still think, like, some of the best coasters, you got to go to Busch Gardens, Tampa. That's where you're going to get all the best ones in Florida. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I think that Montu is still going to be the best coaster in Florida. I fully believe that. I know you like White Lightning a lot. I do, but I, I put Montu up there. Like, you know, it depends on how I'm feeling that day. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, Montu is the best coaster in Florida. Sometimes I'm like, got to give it to White Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But it's just so funny, man, because the enthusiasts are already speculating that Velocicoaster or Iron Gwazi is going to be the best ride in Florida. And it's like, how can you even Iron guess? You haven't seen a POV of Iron Quasi. Yeah. How can you speculate that? It's because it's an RMC, duh. That's why. Oh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> RMC forever. <laughs> oh my god, dude. It's just funny to watch. It's fun. It's a funny because really nothing was honestly a surprise. Yeah. With the, with this uh, Velocicoaster, like the POV came out, sure, but. You already kind of saw the layout. <laughs> yeah, and don't, and don't get me wrong. It looks badass. I'm not saying it's going to be a bad coaster by any means, but to be the best, you know. Do you think be, it'll be the best on resort? I would probably agree with that. I think it would probably be the best on resort. So Okay. Um, now, I can't decide if that or Hagrid's. Hagrid's yet, so I've heard that's great. Um, but compared to everything else on the resort, I mean, you got what Incredible Hulk Coaster and Rip Ride Rocket are probably the next best coasters. I would say Mummy. Yeah, I guess Mummy. Yeah, I, I but it's because of the theming. It's not like yeah. coaster system wise. It's it's basically not a lot of competition. Yeah. But the theming's great, especially the fire room. 
It's incredible. Maybe it's the and honestly, I like the first. I like Incredible Hulk Coaster version 1.0 better than 2.0. So, <sighs> spitting fire. Yeah, the rough. What What do you like better about the old Hulk? I like the roar, the legit oh. roar versus the the sound effect roar there is now. And honestly, it doesn't feel that much smoother than what I mean. It, it did when I first opened when I wrote it, but now it's like it feels the same so same not as brand. rough but definitely definitely it's, it's getting back there okay yeah. well yeah that was big news though and then uh other big news from the resort volcano bay came out and announced that they are to close on november 2nd and reopen speculation sometime around march 1st yeah it's a seasonal park now what was not expecting that at all yeah that's a wild move now i do you worked it at uh at this park for a little while yeah i grand opened it yes thanks for just uh, thanks for just underplaying that <laughs> you were there you, yeah i was i was around. on the grand opening team i put my blood sweat tears and soul into that park and you were around from november 1st <laughs> to march 1st and was yes. this opening year yes i was there for opening year i left in february actually i wasn't there till march 1st i left in january of 2018 <laughs> um, now around that time was it pretty well attended i mean this is the opening year so i guess yes and fair. no like it definitely slows down depending on the weather but it was still a steady crowd that came in it wasn't like summer crowds by any means um but also it's still nice and warm usually but if but sometimes the weather d- does dip down below 60 degrees um it will we will shut down the the water park but honestly this is i mean aquatica you know typhoon lagoon um blizzard beach all those stay open during that time now blizzard beach and typhoon lagoon do shut down for about a couple weeks like three or four weeks and do kind of some like refurbing and stuff like that but that's more planned work i don't i think this is covid related for sure yeah i actually do think it's kind of a smarter move i just remember when we visited together i think it was a couple of years ago in like january is yeah. that right no that was december it was december yeah okay I, I just know it wasn't a very crowded day like we were able to walk on to almost everything but if you remember it was kind of chilly that day uh but the, yeah. the, i just remember like the the pools were heated they were yes, and remember we I love that because we were like, staying in a pool because it was so cold to get out to go up the slides and <laughs> and uh, yeah, we just decided to stay in the pool. I mean, we did some of the slides, but we didn't do them all because it was just so cold to like walk all the way up the stairs and stay on the midway. But it wasn't freezing where it's like, oh my gosh, this is the most miserable thing ever. It was just slightly chilly um, yeah. for the water park that day. Yeah, so it's it's just wild, man. It's um, I guess I don't know that I'm surprised by the move. Um because it does make sense to go ahead and just shut down for a couple of months and save that labor budget. I don't, I don't know what the profits look like right now. I don't know how many people during COVID are craving water parks. That yeah. might be part of it too. It probably is. I mean, I, I know they, I'm sure the whole industry has taken a big plunge and it's not been a good year, especially because the whole travel piece. I mean, it's, it's a travel destination. Orlando is, I'm just curious to see what's going to happen with the staff because you have full-time lifeguards, full-time front desk. I mean, not front desk, you know, front gate and mm-hmm. uh, all those people that, you know, that's their job and what, they what go- happens with them. I, I could see a lot of them, like especially the full-timers going to the dry parks and working in, in there. 
but I don't know. I need to reach out to some of my friends and see what's going on with all that. So no joke, man. Because haven't they done some layoffs already at Universal though? They have, yes. Um, so I don't, I don't know if they save them. Yeah, but it was kind of more like not upper management, but kind of like middle management, where it's mm-hmm. kind of where they could cut some fat mainly. So it just had a lot of people in some roles, but frontline employees weren't weren't cut because they still had to operate stuff. Okay. So hopefully there's some jobs saved. Hopefully. I know. Instead of just laying off over the season. But you don't – I don't know. I haven't seen the details on that yet. Because yeah. uh, the way it's set up, they didn't really have – I know at least when I worked there, now things could have changed, but we didn't have a lot of seasonal employees that were either part-time or full-time mm-hmm. because we were open year-round. So um, – I don't know if they're going to go to the seasonal model and just keep this like this permanently. I know Went Wild never shut down like this. So that is <laughs> wild to think that they would only potentially have 30 hour work weeks and just hire people that way. I think you're going to lose quality of lifeguards there. Definitely. Yeah. Especially or they're going to go to SeaWorld or, or Disney or, yeah. but who knows? Maybe, maybe SeaWorld like Aquatica and, and the Disney water parks might follow suit and do something similar and just fall kind of basically in the way, but who knows? Who knows? All right. And then the last bit of news to bring up, there is huge news in the industry that Disney laying off 28,000 employees. Um, a lot of it has to do with Disneyland and their struggle with the government to, to get reopened there. Um, so I do think a lot of it's coming from that, but a lot of Orlando team members uh yeehaw bob one of them got laid off yeah and then also the um the band at grand Floridian got laid mm, off uh, that was a big one yeah so it's just it's really sad because i know i know we have some of our listeners are our cast members are recently been laid off and uh just to see that many layoffs man i was thinking about it i was i was looking at some numbers and i was thinking about uh, when i worked at six flags over georgia middle of the summer is about a little bit over 3000 to 4000 team members. Yeah. And I did the math and I'm bad at math, but that's about seven, <laughs> six flags parks laid off midsummer. That's, that's yeah. like the, ex- the extent of this huge layoff. So just kind of brings it into perspective. If you're a regional park person, how, how many jobs have been affected uh, because of mainly that delay in, in California. Now, I don't know exactly how many employees they, they employ there, but I, I just kind of put in perspective at Universal Orlando, just for that entire resort, we had over like 30,000 employees that worked just at the entire resort. So, um, and Disney World is like a oh yeah, Disney World double like that size, probably triple? even triple maybe. Like they have four parks, actually six parks if you count the water parks too and all the hotels. So, and uh it could be triple quadruple than disneyland probably not as big as disney world obviously um maybe comparable to universal orlando but that's still a lot of people yeah but if you're a part of that or you know somebody give them a hug for us because that is a sad time um just wish wish there could have been a way to save it but it is impressive i will say that they have been able to keep that amount for that long um, but not easy to say. <laughs> I'd probably be saying something different if I was laid off. So true. <laughs> but that's the news that uh, kind of come up in the last week or so that we wanted to bring up, and uh, we'll go ahead and move on because 
to something happy because uh, I'm going to my first theme park or my second theme park, sorry, <laughs> in 2020, which is, man, that's a down year if I've ever seen one. But I'm going to be going to Six Flags St. Louis for the first time since a very long time ago. Oh, you went a couple, so, a couple of winters ago. I think it was two or three winters ago. I did go for their holiday in the park event. But it was freezing cold, right? Six degrees, I think, was the high that while we were there. And every roller coaster was down. So we rode the Carousel, we rode Justice League, and we watched the the Jesus show. <laughs> they have like a, a very religious like the only show that they had was a very religious like indoor you know, the story. Basically yeah, the story. Christmas story. Yeah. The the whole yeah, you get it. And uh that was our experience. And then I'm trying to think I, I think I went a few years before that, but I, I don't remember it. I think I went with my ex-girlfriend and we rode some rides, but I don't remember anything about it. The only like good memory I have of good coaster riding was when you and I went. Yeah. That was back in 2009. 2009. Yeah. That's the last time I went to Six Flags St. Louis. And I mean, that was so long ago. I had earrings back then. I oh my had earrings. <laughs> I, <laughs> like a buzzed head. And yeah, this was, you and I were 18, 19. Yeah. It would have been, been 19. Yeah, it was the year before. This was kind of technically almost like our first coaster trip together um, before the big one in 2010. This is kind of we were testing the waters a little bit. And we went with a, an odd crew. I mean, we had Jeff there. And then um, then we had this uh, – we had a guy named Mark. And then um, – what is it? Mark, Mark listens to the show now, by the way. He does? That's what's so up. Shout out to Mark and Gurney, Illinois, because you love Gurney. Gurney, yes. Illinois is your place to be. And then yeah. we went with two other guys. Uh, Tom and Ivan? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I haven't talked to Tom and Ivan in years. No, me either. Yeah. Uh, but we went, and it was like a day trip. It was just like 18-year-old dudes just really causing a ruckus and, and just riding rides. I remember I got my <laughs> 50th roller coaster credit on that ride. That's yeah. how long ago it was. Was the Evil Knievel like? Because that's yep. what it's themed to. Was it? What's it called now? Is it so Evil Knievel? I don't think so, right? It's not. It's American Thunder. I have to look it up that's, every time. That's why I, I thought. Just yeah. Still call it Evil Knievel because I haven't really wrote it since. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we went there, we got stuck on the Scooby Doo dark ride. Yes. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> like our boat like is about to start sinking, and then they sent like their international employees. Um, there's like these real sweet girls probably from Hong Kong. I don't know exactly where they're from, but really petite. And they were like, they just started laughing. Cause they're like, we're not going to get this boat out. And like, why did, <laughs> why did they send you instead of like maintenance? And they're like balancing between boat about to fall in the water. It was like the most unsafe thing ever. I remember we literally stood up and tried to go ahead and rock the boat and unwedge ourselves. Yeah. That's, and, and they didn't really say anything. Cause they were just we like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because it was, it was wasn't it the gate we got stuck on? Yeah, our boat kind of dipped gate? down and kind of got stuck in the gate a little bit, and then yeah, we had to stand up and wiggle it, and then like I, I, there was a, a group of our friends also in front of us or behind us, one of the two, and like they were like reaching over trying to like pull us loose while the and they recorded it. Yeah, and the international girls were just kind of like watching us and stuff. Well, we'll <laughs> I think there's a photo of that on our Facebook or something like that, like our personal Facebook. So we. Sh- We'll find those photos and we'll post them on Instagram. So Yeah, that'd be a good find for sure. Gosh, <laughs> I'm, I'm so sad that, that Six Flags St. Louis replaced that with another dark ride. They, they should have coexisted. 
Definitely. It would have been so nice yeah. to, to see two dark rides at that park. Cause that was a, that was a fun ride. It was a kind of like an old school system that, you know, boats get stuck on quite a bit. So that's probably why they took it out to be honest. Probably. But that was one of my, that was one, that was probably one of the coolest memories. I kind of forgot all about that until we just started talking about it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't remember much else from that trip outside of it being super hot. We went and ate at a White Castle, and I think that's the last time I ate at White Castle. Yeah, that was the last time I ate at White Castle. Yeah, we did like a, almost like a 45-minute detour, right, to go to White Castle? To go to White Castle. Yeah. And I remember you and I, like, we got it, and we're just like, okay and there's probably a big there's probably a big white castle and following in the community i can already feel that there's some people that love white castle <laughs> but it was it was very underrated in our in our books so yes that is for sure yeah. and then it like <laughs> we went back to the park and it was hot out and we had white castle fueling our bodies <laughs> like yeah. it was not a good idea i remember we rode the ferris wheel i remember that like the, like four dudes like just or maybe, maybe our whole crew was like in one car like carriage or something like that i think we all could have fit yeah Oh my gosh. It's just yeah. so fun to reminisce about the times where the only worry in our world were day tripping to Six Flags St. Louis. Yeah. That's kind of what this feels like. And probably yeah. working at Worlds of Fun the next day. Like, yes. And it was no big deal. Opening. Yeah. <laughs> now we got it. That's the reason we went even is because we got into the park for free. Yeah, we did. I, I've never yeah. paid for a ticket to, to Six Flags St. Louis. Except tomorrow. No, I got free tickets from somebody. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I hit up a good friend of mine. He still works at the parks. So. There you go. But uh, yeah, so Six Flags St. Louis, I was thinking about this. It's like, it's been so long since I've truly ridden these rides and ranked them and had any experience because I was, you know, I had last visit where I really rode coasters. I'd only ridden like 50 coasters. So I didn't, I haven't been able to really appropriately rank them in my rankings. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of interested to see kind of just what you felt the top three roller coasters were there because the coaster lineup is not fantastic. It is not. Very vanilla, very no standouts, I would even say. So yeah, I wanted to see kind of what yours were and then maybe ne- on next week's show I could talk about my new top three. Yeah, and really, so, and just full disclosure, when I rode these, I didn't really know much about roller coasters. I mean, yeah, I worked at World of Fun, and that summer, I mean, I worked at Mamba the, in 2008, and then that summer I was working at Patriot, but I still didn't really know any details, minus the two rides I used to work at, you know, I kind of knew about that, but I didn't really know anything about that. So, my list might just be very off of when I remember I, I had fun on and you might judge one of them. I, I think I, I have a feeling you're going to judge one of them for sure. Oh no. I just, I just realized what you're going to say and I left it off mine and I'm kind of sad about it. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to put probably number probably actually. Yeah. Number three for me is going to be Ninja. <laughs> I know. <laughs> is that I what you Ninja? Yep. The worst second. Well, one of the worst coasters at the park you have at number three. I agree. Yeah, I, this is where just looking at it, yes, it's a terrible coaster, but I just remember riding it and I was like, this was, it was the most interest. It was interesting to me at the time. Now knowing about it, I'm like, yeah, this thing sucks. But like, I remember riding, like, I was like, okay, th- I mean, that wasn't great, but I, I enjoyed it. And I thought it was a very interesting coaster. It's something I'd, I'd never really been on until that time. And, uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it it goes on my it goes on my number three because like it was just very interesting to me. 
I will say, even now, if you look back, it's a traveling Vacoma um, looping roller coaster, and the layout is just so high off the ground. Like, is yeah. a tiny, it's like a very small drop, a, a vertical loop, a turnaround, yeah. and like some corkscrews. But there's like interesting head choppers with the lift chain. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the one thing I remember the most was like I was like, what the hell is that? Like, I'll be able to sit the chain. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that doesn't even seem like it should be a thing. Yeah, but it is. That's an interesting number three. Yeah. I did not expect you to say that. Not one bit. <laughs> For my number three, I'm now going to knock it off because I originally had Mr. Freeze, but I forgot their mind drain coaster. I actually think I forget the name of it, but their mind drain coaster was a lot of fun. I just remember like trying to reach out and grab leaves on it. And uh, I, judging by your face, I don't even think you remember it. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm on, I'm like at RC, the River King Mine Train. River King Mine Train. And this was a ride that I believe used to be at Dollywood and one other park. I think it was Six Flags Over Texas, maybe. I think Six Flags Over Texas may have been a dueling at one point. Okay. Yeah, I remember this now. Like we rode this like over and over again. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going to put that on my number three. I forgot it existed, and now I'm really excited to ride the mine train. This was our first mine train, though. Maybe yeah. maybe at Cedar Point we'd ridden at that the, point. No, because my – well, no, I don't remember. If I did, I don't remember because the first time I went to Cedar Point besides 2010 was, like, back in 2003, and that was way before I knew anything about roller coasters. So we may have rode it, but I don't think we did because it was like a really busy day when we went, and I think we we didn't do the mine train. So I think my first time going on it was with you in 2010. I'm point. you honestly only had probably like 25 credits. Yes. Went to this part. I had like World of Fun, a decent amount at Cedar Point, um, Sodar City, Celebration City. Oh, I forgot about those. And I think that's about it at that point. So maybe a little bit more. Actually, and I had some of the – I actually had some of the credits at Six Flags St. Louis already because I went back in eighth grade, I want to say, oh, to wow. Six Flags St. Louis. So I this is actually my – that was my second time going to this park. Um, but I don't remember much about that. All I remember was I got super scared to ride Batman. I remember that, so – Maybe oh. I was eighth grade. I might have been younger than that, so who knows? That's funny, man. Yeah, I remember being scared riding Batman because that was my first invert. I remember being like pretty terrified of of the ride, and now it's like you're annoyed to see Batman. By the way, Batman is my number two. <laughs> I would say Batman's my number two as well. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's kind of sad because this is a clone at almost every Six Flags park, and it's the number two ride there. Um, just says a lot about their coaster lineup, but. It is uh, an my, intense ride. Yeah, in my defense, like this was my first Batman clone, so like this Same. is kind of where it started for me. So I I kind of rank it higher than the other ones because it's the first one I've been on. So <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. But it's intense. It's good. It's a Batman clone. Like you can't say much about it. I think it's a mirrored Batman clone for what that's worth. But I do like how the uh, the queue interacts with the ride. I remember my first time riding this thing. We waited two and a half to three hours because I went on uh, my very first visit also was like in high school and we went on like fourth of July weekend and oh this is the longest wait I've ever had for a coaster. 
All I remember about this park is like the queues are just ridiculously long for no damn reason. Like, no reason at all. Yeah. I just, I know going on the boss, like you literally have to hike a mile just to get there. And that's without the extended queue. Like, like, it's just like, where are we going? <laughs> I don't even think you could rewrite it if you wanted to. Cause it's like, a, it's like a, a quarter mile walk from the exit to the entrance. Yeah. It's not worth it. So <laughs> yeah, that ride sucks to begin with. Yeah. It's not even on my top five anymore. I, what was my, your num- one? my number one is a uh, boomerang psych. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's going to be Mr. Freeze now. And I only say this because I know, I know it's not the best coaster in the world by any means, but I was the most excited about this one. Like when I first went there and I remember riding as a kid with my grandpa and stuff. And then, uh, and then going back and I, I still, I still this day, I actually enjoy riding Mr. Freezes. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I love it was one of it was like one of the first like heavily themed ride minus Batman too at this park but like that I really kind of saw like you going into this like factory and stuff and it kind of like the AC's going and it was just cool seeing the station track kind of move back and forth and everything so I just had like a lot of nostalgia to it is it the best coaster there like no I'll probably put probably your number one um your 50th is probably would be the best coaster there but just uh-huh. from uh what i enjoyed the most looking back like if i if i went tomorrow with you it would be a completely different list i already know um, yeah. but just going off of what i remember what i enjoyed this is how it looks so nice dude <laughs> and yeah my number one is what you kind of hinted towards is american thunder it's their mm-hmm. gci roller coaster it's really mid-tier like i just remember it not being impressive but not being bad and that's probably why I don't think it was high on my list because when we did ride it, I was like, you know, I just, A, I didn't know much about coasters. And I was like, okay, that was cool. Like, it just wasn't anything that wrote home to me. Um, also, Prowler kicked the shit out of it at that time. Oh, yeah. Because it was brand new and the terrain and all that. This very much feels like we found a, plat- a flat piece of land and we put this GCI roller coaster on it. And that's and that's that. <laughs> But uh, I do know, like, the one thing I vaguely remember from the last time I wrote it, it, it had gotten pretty rough at the time. It sounds like it's doing okay now from yeah. what I hear from, like, YouTube reviews. But I don't know that I can trust it. You have to let us know how it is. Yeah. Actually, what I'm actually most excited to ride, this is going to sound weird, but I wanna, I'm want i excited to ride Screaming Eagle again. Interesting. Not even on my list, but I – People are riding it and saying it's smooth. It's a fun out and back. There's plenty of airtime. I don't believe it, but I'm excited to uh, figure out if that's the case now because it sounds like it might be one of the top three rides at that park now. You know, what I, I want to ride and, like, I still haven't been on as a Justice League. It's not oh, a coaster, dude. but, yeah, I, I need to get on one of those. Like They are fun. Yeah. I will say, man, they, I'm so – like, it's a good clone. They are every time I go, I want to ride it. I think it's it's going to be closed tomorrow. I don't think Six Flags St. Louis is reopened there because it's indoors. Ah, uh, because COVID is yeah killing people and, indoors. Yeah. But like some parks have been able to reopen them, so it's like it's odd. I think it has to do with state regulations. That and maybe staffing too. Something to think about. Yeah, but they're gonna call it state regulations. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh man. So what so, are you? So what are you looking forward to for uh, tomorrow? Like you know, because you're also going for the Halloween event that's going on. 
I am. So actually for coaster related, I'm, I'm just interested in rewriting all the coasters. Like I want to rewrite them all, give them another ranking. The only one I'm really kind of okay with skipping would be like Pandemonium just because I know what those ride like. And Boomerang. And Boomerang because I got that I credit at Six Flags Over Texas. I forget that's there. <laughs> I was like, you're going to really ride that, but okay. <laughs> so I am excited for that and just to be able to appropriately rank them, I would say. So what are you looking forward to for the Halloween portion? All right. So my expectations cannot be lower. <laughs> so I'm thinking about, so if, this, if their events, cause I've never actually been to it. I've been to one event at Six Flags St. Louis and this was a, it was holiday in the park and I was born and raised on holiday events through Six Flags over Georgia. If you could say born and raised, um, you know, in my mid twenties. Yeah. And it was so well done. They brought in like outside vendors and they really just poured a lot of money into this event because in that climate, you don't have to worry about the rides really going down. So you can really open a lot of rides and have like good, like people come for this event. Six Flags St. Louis, that was not the case. We went, it was six degrees out, no coasters were open and anything else they had to offer was, it was a Jesus show. And that was it. They had no other entertainment that you could do like s'mores. The lights you could tell were just hung up by seasonal operations team members and they just tried their best, but they just didn't have a lot of money and it really showed. And I am worried because I watched a video about Six Flags Over Georgia's Hallowfest looking awesome. I look at what they have to offer online and Here's what they have during the day. They have a trick-or-treat trail for those 12 and under. They have dead man's party selfies. So you can take a selfie with people from the sing and dance show that they do after the show, socially distance. And then the other daytime offering they're offering is skeleton photo snaps, where they just have cardboard cutouts of skeletons with the hashtag and you take the picture put it on social and they might share it. Is it like uh, like they'll put your head through the hole and your body's a skeleton type thing? I'm assuming. I'm not really sure, but I also don't know if you can do that during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'm, I'm not expecting that to be much of anything at all. That's what they have during the day. Now they will have their scare zones, but they, they advertise that as nighttime stuff, but they do it immediately when opened and they're only going to have three scare zones. So they've got backlot creatures, which is like a science experiment gone wrong. So that could be anything. <laughs> Just kind of mutated things walking around probably. Yeah. Clowns at the blacktop, which is an easy scare zone theme that of course, you, you can get creative with. Yeah. There could be some daytime shows there that they're not talking about, but I'm not expecting that. And then vampire lair. This is going to be a vampire thing. And what the I'm daylight, that first off, vampires aren't supposed to be out in the daylight, and they're going to have that scare zone open. That's just killing the story already. Maybe they'll find a way to darken it, um, or they'll have umbrellas maybe, but I doubt it. <laughs> they have umbrellas. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> That's what they do at Worlds of Fun for Lord of the Vampire. If they're walking through the park, they have to carry an umbrella with them. True, true. The day. 
so well, maybe. it makes sense. I can't be in the sunlight. So yeah. So uh, those are the three. They call it freak encounters that are really scare zones. But I think what's going to happen is they're just going to be behind fences or in cages so that they can't physically get close to you and try to scare you. So hmm. I'll be interested to see. I think I think that they're trying is cool that they're trying to add some sort of fright, but I think they're going to underdeliver to where they should have just focused that money on just making a friendly daytime family friendly and amp that up because it's their daytime offering looks weak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they also are going to have two shows, Dead Man's Party and Love at First Fright, which are going to be at their outdoor venues. Um, I'll be interested to see kind of how they handle crowds for that or if this is going to be like a very abbreviated show that they do more often. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see. I saw some videos of uh, a show at Bush Gardens, Tampa at the Howl of Screams, and it did not look socially distanced. But now, but Florida is on a whole different ball game right now. They just let the floodgates open now. So you, could, <laughs> yeah. you aren't lying. <laughs> they, like no regulations in that state right now. It's kind of yeah. at the theme parks. Wild. Um, discretion. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> That's scary, man. That's why I'm not in Florida right now. I'll be in a few weeks. Can't wait. Hey, that that is exciting, though. Yes. When when are you? What will that land on a show? On a well, it won't be next the next show, but maybe the following one, right? Um. Now we gotta do research. It will be. We could recap it. For, not the next show after this but uh, the, the third one after that because the next one will come out on this one will come out on october 6th then we have another one that comes out on october 20th and then I, i'm in orlando from the 23rd to the 26th so so we'll have a we'll be able to talk about six flags on the next show yep and then we'll have kind of a week off of no park and then okay and then epcot will be on there that's cool yeah. look at that let's get into parks Look at that. Didn't think that was going to... Look at that. Look at <laughs> us. Look at us. All right. So going back to Six Flags, uh, St. Louis, and your past visits, my past visits, what would you say that that park needs to improve on? So I've been... It's been years since I've been there. Um, I don't know. What, when I was reading this question, I, I think the biggest thing is just like energy now granted this could have changed since i've been there but like i don't know i just felt like you know you go to sodor city around here and maybe because i was biased because i worked at world of fun but i just felt like there's more energy and like the the employees seem more into it um at those parks versus six flags st louis and and yeah i mean i think that would just just instantly make it better even though it needs some better rides of course but i think Mm -hmm. just starting there would would change it now i could be wrong maybe things have gotten better when it comes to that it's again it's been 11 years since i've been there (laughs) but um i mean that's that's what the biggest takeaway i don't know i would have to I'll have to see how things are going now. I'm curious to see what your take is. I, I On our next show, we got to ask you the same question and see what your thoughts are after going to the park tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, yeah I would say, um, so for me, the park needs to improve their – they need a signature coaster. They just got to have it. Like so, something that's going to be like get you excited to go. Whether that's GCIing the boss, RMCing the boss, doing something to the boss – that would be a good idea. Get rid of the boss. Or get rid of the boss. Put in a hyper coaster. Um, they're missing a hyper coaster. Where the hell is their hyper coaster? Yeah, I don't know. 
just each day, every six pack park pretty much has one. Yeah. yeah. It just it just seems like they have an overabundance of wooden coasters that are very bland to bad. And I just don't understand why they haven't gotten an RMC yet. What's their newest coaster? Uh American Thunder. Then you have Screaming Eagle and you have Boss. Wow, that's insane. And then a mine coaster that kind of feels like a wooden coaster. Yeah. It's like, where's the variety? They put some clones in for variety. They just need they need a coaster lineup love. They need some paint. And they need to amp up their events. Is what I'm gonna say they need to improve on. I have heard good reviews about their employees recently, so okay. maybe that's changed. I'll let you know. Yeah, and good to see see what's gonna happen after you visit the park. If you're a Six Flags St. Louis employee, I'm coming for you. You won't be able to hear this as a warning because I'll already have been to the park when you hear this. <laughs> I will be watching. We're coming. <laughs> We're coming. Oh. And then uh, speaking of Six Flags, man, I want to bring up something that we're actually doing on Instagram. Uh, we did this for our Cedar Fair Parks and just kind of under the radar, didn't talk about it on the podcast. So I want to, I want to promote it here. But we're doing a Six Flags knockout on our Instagram page. So make sure you're following us at Coaster Cuzzies. And we are knocking out one park at a time. Fans vote which park they like the least. They vote and we knock out a park um, about daily, roughly. So LaRonde was the first park knocked out uh, this morning, the Saturday that we're recording. Uh, Six Flags New England got knocked out. And there'll be probably one more park by the time you hear this show that's been pop, been uh, knocked out. I'm going to guess that it's Six Flags America. That's what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm guessing. But uh, it's going to be interesting because if you, if you follow us on Instagram, you'll see that Valley Fair won the most favorite Cedar Fair Park in the chain, which I think that's the first Cedar Fair. I think Lord, they've ever won. Ever won <laughs> for anything. So... Uh, Really but the funny thing is they, they were even voting the park itself. <laughs> yes. Valley Fair and Dorney Park got on and voted against Worlds of Fun, which was pretty funny. So yeah. trying to get – if, if Six Flags, I added like if Six Flags votes for a park to get eliminated, they get two votes. Ooh. <laughs> got that new on the, on the thing to, to see if they'll uh, get on and vote because it's hilarious <laughs> when they get on and try to vote each other out because you know their PR people are just buddies and they're just giving the other – the other park shit so oh yeah pretty exciting uh so make sure you go on there and vote and uh also want to point out that on instagram we're still doing coffee with coaster bro still going strong got a great community on there and we have been uh, also streaming the last two weeks on tiktok so if you're a tiktok follower you like tiktok live over instagram live that's cool tune in because uh we're streaming on both right now and i'm gonna hey. keep i'm gonna keep adding to this i'm gonna see if i can get something going on the computer and uh, maybe stream to three places just to see. I don't want to. I don't want the quality to drop, but I want to see how far we can go. So, uh, the live shows are a lot of fun, man. All right. So moving on to the thought of the week. Not thought like a whore, like Logan thought last. You know, last like show. A whore. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But we have thought of the week, and uh, I'm gonna let you start. So my thought of the week is like, is travel ever going to be the same? Like, you know, is, is ever, you know, are we ever going to be flying like it was? Is, 
uh-huh. you know, our theme park attendance ever, like how long is it going to take to get back up to where, where it was and everything. And, and is this going to have a big impact of new rides like in the future? Obviously the lineups that they have, they've already been, you know, constructing and of course they're going to finish those projects, but like, is this going to cause a big delay in getting new coasters and new awesome rides? You know, are we just going to start seeing some cookie cutter stuff just fill in those voids? Cause they want to add something, but they don't want to spend all that money. So I think parks are going to have to think much smarter about what they're spending their money on. Uh, I know Silverwood just recently announced that they're getting one of those RMC Raptors. Kentucky kingdom is rumored to get a Raptor soon. We got that park and, South Dakota getting a Raptor soon. It's like the week of fucking ra- the year of Raptors. You got Velocicoaster that's also Raptor themed. <laughs> it's not RMC, but it's a Raptor. All about dinosaurs. No, that's a that's a good thought because when especially when I was looking at the history for learning with liquor, it was like, oh my god, like there was a, the Spanish flu, really fucked theme parks for a long time. Great Depression really fucked theme parks for a long time, and I think. I do think there's going to be some parks closing and that travel is people are just going to be less likely to fly to Disney world right now. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of that going on. So that's a great thought. Thank you. I really, that's a wonderful thought. What's your thought of the week? Well, Trump has COVID. (laughs) Uh, Oh my God. Hilarious. <laughs> I'm I like be careful how about what I have to say, but I like how it came after in the debate how he was making fun of Biden um, for for wearing a mask, and then he comes out and gets <laughs> test positive. Dude, it's a whole thing. Now, Did of you course, ma- you know I don't want anybody to you know have long term effects and die from it, including Trump. But um, just because that's good, you think that's that. just sad for anybody. But I think it is very comical that he and and his wife would get it after them making fun of like people wearing masks and all that kind of stuff Hold and how this is fake news uh-huh it's a bit of humble pie how interesting though like without our opinions being stated on if we want trump to die or not would it be if trump died and this was his narrative <laughs> i just think that is <laughs> You can't make that shit up. You can't. I'm going to point that out. Yeah. Sorry to get political, but that it, that's been heavy on my mind. So, vote, people. Vote. Yes, please register to vote. You can do it on Instagram even now. Everywhere, just register to vote. There's no excuse. Yeah. Stand up I, for what you believe in, dang it. I registered. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, like, we have not been great about voting. We have oh. realized, I think in our age, we've realized, oh, yeah, it's actually very important to do this. So uh, yes. we're much better voters than we have been in the past, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to admit that, but um, we've always been on the side of let's not be very political. But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. That's right. my thought of the week. That's a good thought. Oh, interesting one. So I don't know how good I it. liked last week's thought better. but <laughs> I did too. It was a better thought. <laughs> All right, so to close out the show, make sure you guys are following us on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And also, we do have a Discord going on. We have a fun little community of people that are chit-chatting about roller coasters, chit-chatting about Kansas City barbecue, chit-chatting about what it's like to be a ride operator. And um, 
if you want to be a part of that community in Discord, shoot us a DM on any of our social. We'll send you an invite and would love to add you. Um, it's kind of fun, man, because we're, we're getting – we're making like little little – it's almost like an old school forum for all you old people like me that didn't know what discord was a few weeks ago, but it's like a little forum. You can make little topics and talk about things. So it's really a crowdsourced fun little place to go and talk. So um, if you're interested, make sure you just, just shoot us a DM say, Hey, discord. You can even say that discord and I'll send you an invite. Hell yeah. 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 All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Stay fly America. You know what to do. Stay woke.